Well, today is the memorial of Our Lady of the Rosary. And what's interesting is we're going to do just the readings of the day from the 27th Tuesday of Ordinary Time, Year 2. But the psalm and the gospel passage are a fantastic match for the main theme of Our Lady of the Rosary, which is about contemplation. So keep that in mind, Psalm 139, my favorite psalm, and the story of Martha and Mary. But just a little bit about Galatians, in case Father Don didn't say anything about that. We're going to be hearing from Galatians all this week and part of next week. Very important letter. St. Paul was writing to the people of Galatia who were being challenged. They, they were pagans who became Christians when Paul came through, but then there were Jewish Christians who came by later and said, no, 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 no. <laughs> you had to do all these other things. You had to follow all the law of the Old Testament to be a Christian. And Paul's pretty impassioned and saying, no, that's not the case. But what's most important about the letter to the Galatians is that Paul gives a lot of ideas about what it means to live the life of grace, yeah, the life of grace in Christ. Sort of just, it, it is just exuded by how he writes. And so a very important letter for our understanding of how the whole thing of grace and salvation works. But let us return to the idea of contemplation and take a moment to drink in the mercy that God offers us. When people know that you are Catholic, something happens on a fairly regular basis. You get a certain kind of gift. This one was from Henry Voss, who had a an office across from my cubicle at my second job. No, that, no, that's not that one. That's this one. How could I forget? Okay, and this one was given to me by him. He was a Knight of Columbus. And he gave me the rosary he had been given as a knight that he wanted me to have when I was leaving there to discern about becoming a priest. And so I hung this on the rearview mirror of my car as I drove around the country. So this one's been to Knoxville before I moved here. This one came pretty recently to me from Sister Mary Albertine, who's a nun here, who's father and mother are Albert and Ella Paulus, for whom the Paulus room is named, and she picked this up for me when she was at Fatima. And you, of course, if you don't have one yet, you know, I hope you know, we have the orange rosaries. There are, anybody who's involved with UT, we will give you one of these, so no home is complete without one. Oh, come on. Somebody should laugh at that line. Oh, my goodness. Dead crowd today. Anyway, moving on. Kathy and Bill of this parish, who actually Kathy is the niece of Sister Mary Albertine, are, I consider, to be experts on prayer. I have invited them personally to give talks on prayer to the Paulus Associates, and they've given a talk on prayer to RCIA for the last three years. Bill has often spoken to the Seekers of Silence, right? Um, one of their qualifications, they have a meditation room in their house and have a meditation practice, a group that come every Wednesday. And when they were first dating, they spent a lot of time in this chapel. Both of them claimed the other one was just sort of stalking them at daily mass, but they also came in here in between classes and when it wasn't mass to pray together. They say that this very space is a very sacred space to them 
because in the middle of everything going on, you can hear the traffic outside. On Saturdays at home games, you can hear the tailgating outside. But this is a room of silence. A way separated, but not completely devoid of the world. And when Kathy and Bill talk about prayer, they talk about the importance of the sacred pause. That we need to take time to pause and reflect, to contemplate. Our gospel passage today with Martha and Mary, I think one of the most challenging passages in the entire gospel, um, worth a lot of exploration. Go check out my podcast from last summer if you want to know more about it. But what we'll just say today is perhaps Martha's problem here was that she wasn't willing to take a sacred pause. She was anxious and worried, burdened with much serving. It wasn't so much that the serving didn't need to be done. We have work to do, but we need to be able to contemplate. What is contemplation? One of the definitions we give to people in RCIA is from Teresa of Avila, who says, contemplative prayer, in my opinion, is nothing else than a close sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. And as the catechism continues after giving that quote, in this inner prayer, we can still meditate, but our attention is fixed on the Lord himself. The rosary can be used for contemplation. A time to spend time with our friend, God. And the mysteries of the rosary, the ones that are about Mary, are an invitation to contemplate with her. As Luke repeatedly says, Mary kept all these things in her heart. Very remarkable. When she is forced to go on the flight to Egypt, when she gives birth to her first child out of wedlock, in a stable, and Persian astrologers show up. Somehow, she's able to contemplate. She's able to contemplate at the foot of the cross. Can we find the time in our lives to contemplate? To paraphrase a patron saint of mine, Francis de Sales, if you're too busy to pray, those are the days that you need to pray more.